The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Matt and I are on location. We are yes. remotely broadcasting on location. And I think we've got this down to a science. I'm saying that now. Other people may hear it and go, you guys are horrible. But we have Nico Price on today. We also have Bryce Mitchell returning, um, who I really like. And uh, they are both on this card, which is uh, May the 9th, I think, is what they're looking at. We still don't have a location, though, do we, Matt? To be announced. So yeah. we don't know, but we just know it's on May 9th. But uh, you know what I did this morning, Jimmy? And as we speak, the great Raging Ali Quinta is texting me. Okay. <laughs> well, he tried to call, and I told him I'm hanging out with you. And then he's, and then know what he told me? He goes, ah, sick. I was just listening to the last episode. The last oh, one. good. Ah, he's, he, he supports us, Raging Ally Quinta. But besides that, I made it a UFC fight pass morning. I was wow. watching uh, Bryce Mitchell's fight. Not his last one when he hit that um, sick-ass twister. Yeah, I'm talking about his fight before that with the Bo- um, Bobby Wolfman, uh, the Wolfman uh, Moffat. That was a, a sick fight, and I want to bring that fight up to him because I think that was a very growing fight, and he had to deal with a lot of adversity. A lot of There was a, a lot of transitions on the floor. He was caught in a couple of hard Dars chokes and uh, tight chokes that he just weathered, and he won that fight. And I think that was a very growing fight for him. I want to talk to him about that fight. And then I watched his opponent, Charles Rosa, who trains with um, who trains with uh, Charles McCarthy, who was actually on uh, season four of The Ultimate Fighter, The Comeback, with me in the house ah. for six weeks. So I know him very well. And may I add, just like myself, we have two things in common, me and Charles McCarthy, his coach. Three things, if you consider he's a great guy. He really is a good guy. Yes. I'm not saying I'm a great guy, but yes. You are that a guy. great guy. He's very good in jiu-jitsu, Charles okay. McCarthy. And so coach. are you. Oh, I mean, we, you know, we, we both love a love for jiu-jitsu. I'll say it like that so I don't sound vain. And what was the last thing I was going to say? Oh, perhaps the most important. He is an avid VR player. Ah. Yes! He plays a game... He's like ranked him and his friends in a game called Pavlov. And it's uh it's like a Call of Duty type shooter game. I like the battle royale shit myself, but he is a geek like that. So I don't know why I brought that up, but I did. And mm-hmm. uh, so also because he's so good in jiu-jitsu, if you watch, I mean he's the coach of um of, of Charles Rosa, who's Bruce, and this is a great fight with him, Bryce Mitchell. Yeah, a great he's, fight. His last fight, I watched I watched Charles' last fight versus um I, uh, is it Manny Bermudez? That's what I'm going to say. I the top think so. I just watched it. I I'll should know. It. I'm going to do it right now as we speak. And um, yes, it was Manny Bermudez. And he won by an arm lock. And it was, he was put in a bad position right away. He was on his back like early in the fight. Kept his composure um, while, while blows were being rained down on top of him. And again, man, and showed calmness in the eye of the storm, much like Bryce Mitchell. So 
this is a great fight. I'm really looking forward to that fight. Yeah, and I, it's funny. While you were doing that, I was watching uh, Nico Price fights. You know what I mean? I know we have Nico coming back. He's fighting again against uh, Vicente Luque. He lost uh, a Darce choke. Um, I want to say that was in 2017, October 2017. So I was going over kind of watching some old uh, some old Nico Price fights. I watched. Go ahead, Jimmy. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'll say I don't always watch the wins either. Like I watched the Luke fight back. I remember the fight, but I wanted to really, uh, I really wanted to watch it again, like in, in full. And I also went back and watched the uh, Abdul Razak Alassane fight. Like I'll usually watch a guy's losses because um, for some reason the wins stand out more. I, I don't know yeah. why I remember them more. But he is a fun guy to watch, man. Nico Price. Uh, is a fun guy to watch. Whether he wins or loses, he is always uh, always in a fight. Always in a fight. And this Luke rematch, I'm really looking forward to. They're both supposed to fight other people, and the fact that they're fighting again, I mean, look, it's not a title fight. Uh, a lot of times you wouldn't see a rematch like this unless there's uh, extraordinary circumstances, and I'm glad they're fighting again. I watch, I went back and I watched their last fight, and that's when Nico was undefeated when he first fought uh, Vicente Luque. Was that he his was, first loss? He was undefeated at the time. Oh, you're right. I literally just watched it. And um, he was in the fight in the beginning, but Luque started picking him apart, and then he got him in a very tight uh, yeah. uh, Darce choke and and practically put him he, – he tapped right away. He must have been on super tight. Yeah. And then after that, I wanted to see something more recent. So I watched his last fight, uh, Nico Price versus – uh, James Vick, yep. and James Vick's been having a hard time as of lately, you yep. know. But uh, but I mean, but again, that wasn't an, that's no easy opponent. Nope. And he's so unorthodox that and and, and since then, might I add that uh, they both tasted defeat since then. Like you know, uh, Vincente went on a tear. Only to get you know um, bested by Wonder Boy, yeah. which could beat the best of them, you sure. know, with his style. And then again, that was uh, it showed a lot of heart out of in him in that fight because he was, I was I was at MSG that fight with Wonder Boy and Vicente Luque. It was no, it was. Oh wait, maybe you're right. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, you're, sure. I, yeah, you're right. Okay, I, I've seen it. But uh, I, I mean, because I remember just like man, it was Wonder Boy is just masterful. You know what I mean? He makes yep. the best guys the best because Vicente's a killer, you know? But it's a totally different fight. I want to hear – because I've had to face guys before in the past that I that I fought before, you know? I fought like three guys twice. Shoney Carter, uh, <laughs> Chris Lytle. That's the only ones. You never, There's no one else you fought twice. Just those two. Shot. Oh, you're right. You're right. You don't want to mention George St. Pierre? That I, they brought up the rematch the other day. I know. All I, of, I know. I'm all turtled up getting need. It's all. That's all right. I went Listen, back and watched the, the, I went back and watched the, the uh, I went back and watched the first fight again recently on the anniversary or the day after the anniversary. It was just so good. It was such a good moment. Bring me back. You you know what makes me happy, Jimmy? You and my ninja turtle. Oh well, of course. Well, I mean Jimmy. I mean <laughs> what, what else would you have espresso with? Yeah, I guess that's nice. It's a nice way to have coffee. Hey, real quick before we get uh, before we get Bryce Mitchell on the yes. on the phone, this card if it goes through the way again, Ooh, if it's all holds up, uh, Ferguson uh, Gaethje, Cejudo Dominic Cruz is the co-main. Amanda Nunes, Felicia Spencer, and I'm so happy that Ngannou, uh Jorginho Rosenstrike is happening. Cerrone Pettis. Jeremy Stevens, Calvin Cater, Greg Hardy. This is a fight no one's talking about. Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. You said sure. Cerrone Pettis? Uh, yeah, Donald Cerrone, uh, Anthony Pettis. That's on That's on the ninth? Of, that's what they're that's, saying? That's uh, that's the tentative card, yeah. That's the first I, I heard of that. Yeah, yeah. that is again. That, <laughs> for now. But these things change. They change. Uh, and uh, this is the fight no one's talking about that I at least I haven't heard anybody is uh, Greg Hardy against Jorgen DeCastro. That fight I really want to see. Um the Castro looked great his last uh, his last time out, and uh, you know Greg Hardy is is improving. I'm, you know what? We should get Dean Thomas on to, to get an update. Well, maybe the Greg Hardy, but Dean Thomas is always loving to come on, and and I believe he's still. I wonder, did Greg Hardy leave with Dean Thomas? 
I everybody knows know. the famous departure of Dean Thomas from yep. ATT. That's right. Have we had we've had Greg Hardy on? I think he he really uh, he likes to fight, man, and uh, he fights often. He fights more often than most heavyweights. I could picture like out of a scene out of Jerry Maguire, Dean Thomas. He leaves the office with uh, what's his name, Dan Lambert. Okay. Who's coming with me? Anybody? <laughs> but listen, you know what I'm using on my face, though? Know, know what the problem is? We, 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 I love Manscaped, and I'm using it. But I couldn't find that the one for the face, so I'm using the lawnmower on my face. Not oh, you the, the, are? The, yeah, it's the crop duster. <laughs> All right, so wait a minute. So you're, 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 you're either using it on your balls and your face, or your balls are just not being kept up? No, no, no. I'm, I make sure it's clean down there okay. because I got to keep it special with my old lady. You know what I'm saying? Are you liking the unshaven? Do you feel comfortable? No, I don't like it. I like a nice, I yeah. like uh, neat, you know? You said your kids like it, though. They probably like it because it's new and it's different. What are you talking about? We hope they don't. Worlds are colliding. We're talking about my face right now. You my, said your kids you like the way you they like to play with your spirit. Yes, your my yeah. about me and my wife, and I was saying I like to keep it special. We're talking about my down below, and you're like, you oh, no. you're like totally my face, everybody loves it except for my oldest. She's like, ah, tickle. Do you like it on the face? You like to be clean, right? I usually like to be clean. Jimmy, are you giving me subtle hints about the facial hair? You're a good friend of mine, Jimmy. I can tell you, I can tell you're not a big fan. Maybe you- the head. Oh, look at it without the. Because you see, I'm, I'm, I am smooth up top. Yeah. I'm not not a fan though. I'm getting used to it. It looks better now than it did earlier in the week because it looks more purposeful now. With earlier in the week, when someone doesn't shave for three or four days, you yeah. can't tell if they're just on a binge, or a, you know, or or if they, I they're. Look, co- do I look but, sloppy? I use the lawnmower. No, no, on no, my no, face. no. But there's no way. No, no. Now it looks more like a trimmed <laughs> decision. And let me tell you, the manscaped uh, facial. Um, uh, I don't. I forgot the one they call on the face. I. Gotta find it. They gotta send it to me. But I've been using the they call it the lawnmower or the crop duster. I forget what the fuck they have funny names, Manscaped. Yeah. But I've been using that on my face, and I think it, I think it's great. Yeah. I think it looks kind of neat. Not neat like in neat, neat as in neat and clean. I've been actually spending more time on Fight Pass, like I told you I did this morning. I must have watched like fucking five fights this morning. You did, yeah. <laughs> While they get Bryce Mitchell on the phone. Yes. Uh, I think Bryce and Charles Rose have the first card of the night. Am I correct? And then Luke and uh, Nico Price the second. Jacare, Uriah Hall. Carla Esparza, Michelle Watterson is a good fight. Oh, oh wow. Fabricio Verdum um, is, is a great fight. Um, you know, this, this card is amazing. I mean, the one, if there's any, there's no advantage to this whole thing, but if there's any good part of it, it's that all these amazing fights from other cards are getting thrown together and you're getting a couple of fights that probably we would not have had uh, like Gaethje and Ferguson as well as uh, Luke against Nico Price uh, rematch. I don't think these guys would have fought again unless there was a you know a possible number one uh, spot or, or you know potential title fight uh, yeah. would result in it. But you know what's interesting is that uh, he was set, Vicente Luque was set to fight Randy Brown. Yep. And Randy Brown, although is doing phenomenal and is looking like a, a absolute beast lately, and I was looking forward to that fight, he did end up losing to Nico Price yeah. with that weird that elbow. Uh, no, it was uh, it was um, hammer fist from his. Back. Oh right, from the bottom, right, right, right. And yeah, uh, he, he had two. He and, and he knocked out Vic that way too. It was an up kick. Uh, is is how he beat Vic. He's won two off his back like that. Um, he's never a comfortable fight. Man, I just said, you know, I'm asking Bryce Mitchell where he is. <laughs> and, uh, and I said, uh, you were scheduled for this. I, I mean, I don't want to hound anybody down, but fuck. I was the one, man, I'm watching his fights all morning. I'm looking forward to talk about this. And I also, I think these guys heard me already. I'm going to say it again, the powers that be. I want I want Charles Roser on this show. Yeah. All right. That kid's, that kid's doing really well, and I don't think he's getting enough s- smoke. Right? Smoke's yeah. a good smoke's the good thing. Yeah, uh, yes. Shade is bad. Smoke is good. I think. Right. Oh yeah. You don't want to throw no shade on nobody. Now, by the way, we had uh, Tyron Wood, uh, Tyron Woodley on, and, and nothing. He's he indicated that he would like to fight, and uh, I guess nothing has come of that, unfortunately. And, well, I want to hear what's going on. No, that's true. We didn't. Well, and, and again, now it's May 9th, so it's pushed back. Who knows? Right. Maybe. But I will tell you this much: since you brought up. Tyrone Woodley. 
is here's a little uh, fun fact for you to know. You know, when I play my VR, sometimes I got the headset on and in the lobby, I'm on the plane and sometimes I sing. So sometimes I've been singing a lot, that very, very catchy verse in and out of love. I'm not going to do it now. We know what I, it sounds great. Yeah. Well, but, well, that's the point. Mrs. Sarah, not a big fan. Ah, oh, that's a shame. Not when I sing it. Not when she's she's just like stop. Not even like not even laughing. Just, no, stop. Enough. What the fuck, man. I'm just saying. Yeah. Jimmy, you were building. She it. know what it is. She sees it too. So she sees this. Tell me if you can see me because I got my shorts on and I got my gun and I'm going in and out of love, in and out of love with you. And I'm getting and I yell it, and I scream it. And that's what she sees, and then yep. she realizes that, you know, that's who she's going to have to, you know, ha- then have to, but have relationship, relations with later. And it could be a turn-off, Jimmy. Could be. I almost quit the podcast after <laughs> three seconds of it. <laughs> Jimmy, I'm wearing my Sarah's putting football. her foot down. She's had enough. Well, listen, hey, man, I- I'm blessed with power. And good looks, maybe, you know, I'm not blessed with a good voice. What am I supposed to do? I mean, look, it's hard to have all gifts. I mean, you know, you've got enough. You have enough yeah. gifts that, uh, that most people would like to have. Can you see my calves? I can. Yes. And they look, it really, it looks really creepy because you have a blurred out background. So it's just a big prominent calf and nothing in, in the background. It's like my whole world became your calf for just a second. Uncomfortable. <laughs> Listen, man, we got to do what we got to do. Now, wait, is your wife cooking every night or are you cooking every night or are you guys ordering food as well? Is there any places? I'm kind of craving pizza. I haven't had pizza and I kind of want to shovel some in my fat face. And have you been working out every day? I've been slacking off a little. The working out pretty much has been the bike riding. Okay. I have to start hitting again with my wife. Like um, she holds, I can hold. But she gets bombarded with all the schoolwork for my kids. Yeah. You know? I jump in here and there, you know, I'll read a book with my kid and this and that, but uh, that's not my spot, you know. Don't give me the common core shit. I'm no help. No can't help. you and your wife go to the gym? Like, if you, if you wanted to hit pads with her there, because it's your gym and there's no one else, you can oh. do that, right? Yeah, I'm sure we could. Oh, actually, I went to my Levittown Academy the other day, and in the basement, I got some, like, dumbbells and stuff, so it was like, it was like that. Oh, that's good. Theme yeah. with Club yeah. of Lang. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's almost getting charged for manslaughter, dude. Did he push Mickey and he had that heart attack? You know, I, I guess so. He did shove him, and then Mickey just kind of collapsed on the step. But it was while he was kind of lunging for Rocky. It was a whole. It was a melee. A melee. It was a melee. He should be charged with manslaughter. <laughs> I mean, and you know what? What happened? He loses to Rocky, and then what happened to Clover Lane? You know, I I don't know they if they saving followed him for the that. next one. Like, is he got a kid that's gonna fight the the new uh, Creed? <laughs> you no, know, it's funny. At the end of three, he lost. You're right. I guess didn't they follow it up in four? They must have followed it up with uh, with what's his with uh, Dolph Lundgren. I think was in yes. Rocky Four. Am I correct? Oh, hundred percent. You're correct. You don't gotta research that. I'm telling you, Clubber Lang. You you raise a good point though, Matt. I'm what the fuck happened to Clubber Lang? I mean, you know, he was an absolute beast. <laughs> We're talking like he's a real fighter. I mean, but uh, you know, and uh, you never heard from the guy again. You know, and he was, he, and uh, it's it's unfortunate. What do you think of Ferguson making weight, even though he, Tony Ferguson, even though he did not have to fight? <clears throat> that I guy's mean, got a, his mind is. Very strong. He's Nobody very wants to strong. come like that if you don't have to. But he's I just wonder why that. he did it because now you have to go back through. I think it was just to go, hey, fuck you. I was ready to fight. You can. I think it was his way of going, fuck you. You can do this during a pandemic. You can cut the weight. You can do everything that I did. It, it, it seems like for him it was a fuck you to everybody who didn't want to. Like you know, that was probably his way of going. It's possible, and I was ready to fight. I was ready. Um, or maybe he just disciplines himself that way. I, I don't know Ferguson, so I don't know why he would do that. It almost seems counterproductive because now you have to kind of, you know, do it again. But he knows better than I do, obviously. Did you know that after, um, you know, Paul Felder's last fight, it sounded like he was, he was retiring. Yes. Did you see what's in the uh, the news? He can't wait 
to fight again. That's what happened. You get pooped up in the house. Here's what it is. He's in a pandemic. Uh, you know, I'm sure he loves being married, but nobody, even if you love being married, if you're cooped up with the person, you're like, I got to go out and go to work. So what happened is he's been cooped up in the house and he's like, what am I fucking doing? I cannot do this forever. I got to go out and do something. But you know what? No, what it also is. I, that's what I, I agree with that. But I, what he, what I, what he said on the, uh, what Attic, he was on a, an IG live chat with, uh, John, the great John Attic. And he's like, I can tell you that after all of this, what we're going through, I cannot wait to fight again. Family time is great, but I just miss that fire. Now, I, this is what I think is going on. And that's another guy I'd like to talk to is Paul Felder mm-hmm. is, uh, He's getting a lot of family time. And what, what it is is this. You have a, such, a, such a, a, a certain amount of time, a window of fighting that you have to get it in and then it's gone for good. Right. That's right. So I think right now he's getting a, full, a bunch of family time in, which is beautiful. But everything's about balance. And Felder, you could, you could put a suit on him. He's great on the mic. He has a talent for the commentary. That's right. Which I could see him doing when he does retire. For the next 20 but, years. Yes, but he is as savage as they come. He is a yeah. beast. No, he's a fighter. He's a guy that takes shots that other guys would go down from. That's right. He, he's a quick tap club. He's, he, there's a, there is a fire in him that uh, is definitely not out yet. I'm happy he said that. That's right. Uh, sometimes you get caught up in the fighting is very emotional. And especially after a, a camp when you've been away from a, a young one. Like I used to have my youngest, uh, my, my oldest actually back then. But uh, my, my even when I had two kids. No, did I have Maria yet? Yeah. Anyway, they would move out. My wife would take them out. They stay at my in-laws for like a month before I, uh, the last month. Sure. So you get interrupted. So you do get very, and fighting is very emotional. So I could see why. He would think that might be his last fight, but man, it's not like he's showing any signs of slowing down. None. He looked great against against, uh, Dan Hooker. I I told you, I still want to see him fight uh, Raging Al. That's a fight I still want to see is those two going head to head because they're they're, they're both similar, just move forward guys. Neither one of those guys goes down easily. He fought uh, two rounds with a broken arm against uh, Mike Perry, uh, Felder, going up in weight. So, I mean, I could watch him fight until he's 60. If he, if he wants to, as long as he wants to fight, I'm happy to watch him fight. And then uh, that was a hell of a fight with him, his last fight with Dan Hooker. Great that fight. Was, that was very, very entertaining. I wonder on May 9th, is this going to be on, could it possibly be on Fight Island? Or what, no, the May 9th? The May 9th card. Oh, yeah, it's going to be on Fire Island. I mean, I'm almost positive. That, that's, I'm assuming that they don't have a location. Unless, you know what? Florida may be a possibility because they have declared uh, sports that can be done without fans as essential workers. So these guys may be able to fight in Florida. I know because that's how WWE is going to survive. They put a lot of money into the economy. Florida's opening their beaches already, which is a little fucking crazy. Um, Why the hell would they do that? It's just the morons. But I think that if you have, again, WWE or you have UFC organizations with enough money to, to isolate fighters in a hotel, to test everybody, and to make sure everybody is in, in good health and then keep them isolated, it's possible. Did I yeah, I don't... Charles Roser on the show next week. I like that arm lock off of Manny Bermudez. I got on Manny Bermudez. I want to give some, some smoke to some people. Not just because it's 420, Jimmy. No. I'm just saying that I want to give some smoke because the UFC is so big, it's hard... For a lot of guys to get the limelight, and it's up to me and you, Jimmy, yeah. to give these unsung heroes their due. Because you know what happens? This is what happens. Charles Charles Rosa gets that arm lock on Manny Bermudez, and uh, then there's a bunch of other fights that night, and there's another card next week, and nobody talks about it. Right. That's right. I'm talking about it. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hey, what's up, guys? Can y'all hear me very well? Yes. What's up, Bryce? I watched this morning, uh, you know, your last fight was so, so masterful and everybody's still talking about how beautiful in a time where fights can be forgotten that yeah. twist stands out you know what i mean because it was a beautiful thing but let me tell you i watched your fight prior to that versus bobby the wolfman uh Moffitt. and that i feel that fight because bobby's so tough and that fight there was adversity you had to deal with i think that fight really elevated you what do you think about that fight how did you feel after that fight? I know it's the, the fight prior, but... Um, I, I definitely think, you know, it, it let people show that I got some toughness in me, which is never what I want to do when I step in there. I don't want people to know I'm tough as shit, you know? I, I want it to look pretty and easy. I want to make it look easy. But, um, yeah, I agree. It, it definitely... people. I have a lot of people came up to me and said, man, you was tough in that Bobby Moffat fight. And I think part of the reason that um, it was so tough is because I was just underweight, you know. I weighed in at 154. He weighed in at 163. I was small. Like, when I fought Tyler Diamond, my first UFC fight, I weighed 147 the day of the fight. So I went from weighing weighing 147 to weighing 154 when I fought Bobby Moffitt. As my weight started gaining, I think you're going to see me improve and look better and better. How how is it? How is the shutdown where you are? Like you said, you just you were out training. So are the gyms still open, or what's still open where you are? I'm just doing like little workouts with with my buddy TJ Brown. He's a UFC fighter, and I got a buddy named Jeremiah Colum. And I'm just getting some one on one training. Uh, everything shut down. My oh. my girl shop got shut down. She can't tattoo. She can't make no money. Uh, man, it just really sucks. Uh, Bryce, let me ask you, just because I just watched that fight again. What your fight with Bobby Moffitt, he had a couple, there were some great transitions on the floor. He had a couple of very tight, it looked like very tight darts chokes. Uh, how tight were they? Or you, you, were, you looked like you got out of it like they were never on you. But when they were on, it's one of those, shit, is he caught? How'd they feel? How were you in those? Uh, they, they, they were tight. That la- the only thing he almost got me with was that was that Darce, and it was it was tight, man. I mean, there it was to the point where like you know, I couldn't do anything but just wait. You, you ever been where you're just like, if I move, I'm gonna waste energy and it's gonna get tighter, and I'm literally just gonna wait for his arms to get tired, and that's what I did. It works. <laughs> now let me ask you how did this fight come with Charles Rosa because I just watched his last fight with that slick arm lock off of uh, uh, Manny Bermudez and Manny had him in trouble he got him I'm not, I'm not, let's say he had him in a bad position where he was dominating he was on top and much like yourself what, what, I, what I've seen with uh, Charles uh, he deals well with adversity because he was on the bottom and he never he kept his fucking cool and then he got that beautiful arm lock so I think this guy is, he's one of those guys where it's like, holy shit, where'd he come from? Because you look at his body of work, very dangerous guy. I am so looking forward. I, yeah. I'm so looking forward to this fight with you two. So uh, how did it come about that you got off at Charles Rosa? Uh, he was pretty much just talking shit. At first, he was like really respectful. And he was like, I want to fight Bryce. And I think he's a great fighter. And then. All of a sudden, uh, my manager sends me these tweets that he said. He said he's going to rip my arm off. He's going to beat some sense into me. So it went from him just like kindly saying, hey, I would like to fight that that young guy. And then turned into, I'm going to rip his arm off and beat some sense into him. I don't know what was all said, but I mean, I I, want to beat the dude's ass. I want to hurt the dude. He's good. You know, I feel like I was just getting bullied again. Like I'm back on, like I'm, like I'm a kid on the bus again, and some kid called me a bitch on the back of the bus. You know, it's, it, I got the same feeling, and 
And, you know, that's what made me want to start fighting anyways is because I wanted to beat people's asses and talking shit about me. And, and that, I got the same feeling, so it, it's a great feeling. You know, it's I, I would much rather go in there and, like, when I fought Tyler Diamond, man, I, I fucking love that dude. He is so nice, and we got a lot in common. And, uh, man, I just didn't visualize hurting him a lot, you know. Mm. And because I don't want to. He's I don't ever, you know, I like the guy. I genuinely like Tyler Diamond. But this dude, after he says he's going to rip my arm off and beat sense into me, you know, i just been visualizing just beating the shit out of him. And that's what I want to do. So when you were a kid, they would talk shit about you. What, what was it that they talked shit about? Was it, did you not have money? Or what was it that they would taunt you about? You know, one dude just called me a bitch one day. And, I mean, there's a lot of people that talk shit about me because I was really skinny and small. And usually I just walk up and hit them and, and they'd be surprised. You know, I'll tell you, with Charles, what I see, what's going on here, and I don't want to take away any of your enthusiasm because I love it, but I think some guys might just start talking some trash to get the fight they want because this is the deal. Uh, you're a down-to-earth kid, you know, and we, we like you so much, but you have that, you have, and it's and it's funny, there's guys like yourself um, and, and other guys that have that it factor, like, you know what I mean? Like, the, uh, Sugar Shane Mosley's another guy that comes to mind where they're not the biggest, they're not really, you're not really a shit talker, but you got something, Some is it your swag? Is it the way you talk? Is it it's your fighting style? The whole package, you got it. Whatever it is, you got it. And these other fighters want it. You understand? And I'm not hating on Charles. I think Charles is a great fighter, and but he's looking what you have. Look, man, everybody's talking about Bryce Mitchell, man. He's a he's a, a, a soft-spoken, uh, like, good old boy who's just killing people, and he's, got, he's trained in Arkansas. He's not out of a huge gym, and he's, 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 got, he's doing great performances. He's got that twister. They want your smoke. I, I try to throw some words in there to be hip. They want to throw shade on you. <laughs> but anyway, but you know what I mean? So they, so, you know, it's good that you take it to heart because it's going to be a fucking fist fight. So yeah. good, take it to heart. But yeah. I see, that's what I see Charles doing. He's like, all right, how can I elevate? Because, you know, I'm a great fighter. How can I elevate, you know, my status? Everybody's talking about Bryce. That's the guy I want to fucking fight one way or the other. So like you said, maybe it starts off, I want to fight him. And then after a while, I'll do this to him, that to him. Now you guys got to fight. So. Yeah. Is it a bad tactic? I don't know. I'm just yeah, man, it, it certainly pissed me off. But I had agreed to the fight right when he – I'd already agreed to the fight when he just – the first thing that my manager said is, hey, this guy wants to fight you. And he showed me a picture and he said, word for word, he was like, Bryce is a good fighter and I'd like to fight him. I think it would be a good fight. And I was like, well, you know what? I That's cool. A week later, he's talking all this shit. I'd already agreed to the fight. It, you know, these people just, they think they're fucking Conor McGregor. They're going to come out there and make a million dollars and all that shit. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it just pisses me. Everybody, they're just a bunch of fucking wannabes, man. And, and everybody's trying to act tough and all that, but it's what it is. Hey, Bryce, let me tell you, as a guy that was in there, I fought Chris Lytle twice. He is about as nice as you. He's the nicest. Chris Lytle, love that fucking dude. And he's one of the baddest motherfuckers I ever fought. And then I have to fight it. So getting ready for Chris Lytle, and then I look at a guy like, let's say, Frank Trigg or Matt Hughes. I don't want to. You weren't as close to Frank Trigg. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, dude. It's extra motivation, Bryce, when a guy's, even if you don't hate him, but you feel he's a little douchey. Because what do you want to do to a douchey guy? Or you want to smack him. Yep. So I remember, I, with Frank Trigg, I go, you're going to pay me to smack this motherfucker? It's like a, yep. it's like a win-win. So yep. I like that he put you off. It makes me, I like that he got mouthy with you because I want to see Bryce. Look what he does when he's not angry and yeah. pissed at somebody. I want to see what happens when he has something he wants to make a point clear sure. to somebody. And I'm getting amped. I got to tell you the espresso. I'm getting I- fucking amped. I, I, I'm the same way, man. We're on the same page. And, and the reason I really like it is because I don't feel bad about hitting them. You know, I really don't feel bad about wanting to hurt them. You know, it, it, it makes it just a whole lot easier to punch the shit out of some dude that said he's going to rip your arm off for no damn reason. You know, it, it just makes it easy. I want to go in there and fight the dude now. Well, Bryce, you have the, the – oh, sorry, Matt, what you say? No, I was just going to say, style-wise – 
It's a very intriguing fight. All talking aside, because yep. uh, Larosa has a skill, has a great, well-rounded skill set, much like Bryce. So I'm looking forward to a whirlwind of a fight here, no matter where it goes. Because I mean, if, I'm shit, man. It, Bryce just got that sick-ass twister. You want to look at being somebody resilient to submissions, look at his fight with Bobby Moffat. And again, Bobby gets you get some respect for that fight, too, because you had him in some badass, some bad fight-ending positions, and Bobby, the Wolfman Moffat, hung in there and fought out of it just to be putting something else. And it was, dude, that was a great fight. So people on Fight Pass, check that shit out. I just want to yep. hype I appreciate it, man. And I, and I think it was a good learning lesson. And, man, I really think that uh, it was meant to be, you know, that the fight happened that way. Um, but, man, if I was just this much stronger, you know, <laughs> I'd, have fin- I'd have finished the arm bar. I'd yeah. have come out cold with the straight left, and I'd have squeezed out that rear naked choke in the third round. There, there's so many uh, finishing opportunities that I just did not – finish you know and uh it really sucks being this close to finishing and looking back and just i mean that choke in the third round i was i was 100 percent certain i was gonna finish him and it just slips right out you know and it's like if my arm was instead of weighing 154 if i'd have weighed 160 i'd have finished it there's no way you know he slipped out by hair it was the fact that he did survive that onslaught, then come back and put you in some scary positions with those Darces. That did nothing but just elevate your fight IQ. Because now, if you would have sunk that submission, right. hey man, right. you because what what people don't know is when you have those five ending submissions, even if you're not trying to exert extra energy or strength, you see it right there. So you do. You put that extra into it. So when a guy survives. It's almost like a failed takedown. It's like, fuck. So to both your guys' credit, you and the Wolfman, Bobby Moffitt, anytime you guys got out of shit and you got back to your feet, you went right back to trying to hurt each other and throw it. There wasn't any, all right, let me just get on the get on my toes a little. So, yeah. I mean, it's fresh in my head because I just watched it, but what a fucking awesome fight and a learning fight. And I feel that that fight helped you grow as a fighter. That's, that's what that fight was exactly. I, I mean, I really think everything is meant to be. And that's what that that's that's why uh you know that's why that happened is is God or whatever y'all want to call it you know I, I believe it's God but you know that's what that was about right there is, is teaching me to uh, fight through adversity it's gonna help me it's gonna help me later on especially if I'm fighting for the belt one of these tough ass dudes gets me in a choke you know I'm so well been here before. Well, May 9th, Bryce, you're the opening fight, and uh, we, I can't wait to see you fight again. I know Matt's looking forward to it, and let's just hope this card happens. And uh, we'll talk to you after, man. We're happy we were able to get you today. Thanks, Bryce. And thank y'all so much, man. I appreciate the hell out of y'all. All right, take care, man. We'll talk to you again. Later, okay, kid. Bye-bye. Bye, buddy. How could you yeah, not man. like that? How could you not I, like that, kid? Awesome. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. All right, man. What up? What's up, Matt? Man, how, how are you, buddy? How you, is the quarantine getting to you? I know you have more kids than me. Yeah, a little, but I'm good with it. <laughs> uh, I got a gym at the house, so i just been training there. Now, did, how much did you have before this, or did you anticipate a little when this started happening and just and get more stuff than you had? Oh, no, I've been doing just pretty much the same stuff. I think I took a total when uh, I found out the 11th was getting X because I was supposed to fight April 11th. 
I was like, oh, that sucks. So I took like three days. And then I got an email for the 18th. And I was like, okay. And we were still two weeks away from that. And I was like, okay, I'll do that. And then that got x So I took like two days, three days off again. And then I got called for the ninth. So, I mean, I literally just took the days I took off were literally rest days that I would have taken a camp anyway, probably. Who was your original opponent? People that do not know, Nico. Who was your original opponent? Um, darn it, Welcome Solikov. Yeah, so, striker. Okay, so now, now, how was it when they said, "All right, we don't." Now we have somebody new. We have uh, Vicente Luque because you have faced him before a while ago, and I believe oh, yeah. he was he was your first loss, correct? He was. That is. Yep. Since then, you know, was there any? How do you feel? I don't know if you ever fought anybody more than once. I know I have. Uh, it's, a, I have it's, it's interesting. Uh, you fought George twice. The first one's way better, Nico. Let me just tell you. Uh, hey. But, uh, you know. You I did great. You guys, so, but my thing is, when, they, when you hear the name Vicente Luque, what's the first thing that pops into your head? When they offer yes. Them? Yes. No yes. hesitation. You want to get that one back. No, I just, he's top 15, great opportunity. And, yeah, he took my O, but. Man, I learned a lot about going into fights, like wanting to like ah, go crazy at people. It's dumb. Sometimes it just backfires and you get knocked out in 43 seconds. So I don't I try not to do that anymore. I just look at it as another great opportunity, a blessing from God and another great fight. You know, that is another potential bonus for me and him to get in there and do some things. It's a huge opportunity, especially since he's been on a tear since you guys – First yeah. met only getting oh, yeah. best, only getting bested by Wonder Boy, which really doesn't mean anything as far as your stock going down because he's a hard right. uh, enigma to figure out there. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, he's different. Yeah, so like, if you if you go back, do you go back and study your first fight with him with your coaches, or do you let them do that, or neither? So my coaches they go watch all the videos and stuff. When I get in there, dude, I remember what. What was going on, you know, like I even remember to the finish, even to I, when I was out, I was grappling him, but I woke up in the choke. I knew I was in the front choke. I told the ref, I was like, yo, that was the front choke, wasn't it? And he's, he started laughing. He goes, yeah, yeah. you do that? I was like, no, nah, I just figured that's what he was going to get me with. <laughs> so I had, I, so it must have just went on super tight, obviously. I mean, if oh, the second yeah. went on, like, it was one of those things where people don't realize tapping, sometimes, it's not even about having heart. It's it's like it's like a reflex of, like, somebody throwing a ball at your face. Like, if you feel yeah. like you're going out, you might just... Oh, no, darn it. Yeah, it's darn it. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I said in my head. Or like I said it out loud, I think, actually. I was like, oh, I just tapped. No. <laughs> How much did he hurt your movement? Uh, he he seemed to work your legs really well, and he moved forward a lot. He he you know he he goes forward just like you do. Uh, how much did he hurt your movement with uh, those leg kicks? As he started going lower onto the calf, and and did he really affect the way you were moving? Uh, I really didn't even feel the leg kicks, like because I do a lot of conditioning on my legs and stuff. Like yeah, my leg it had wear and tear for sure. The next day it was pretty big, but um, but besides that. No, I thought I was just, I was just having a bad night. <laughs> you know, first international flight, all types of fun stuff. I didn't have a, I didn't have too good of a, like, setup for the camp. Well, I guess I don't have a too good of a one right now either, do I? <laughs> Why didn't you have a good setup? What What was wrong with your setup? That you, that you thought, what, no, what was just, right for you? Just pushing it really hard, you know, not taking enough breaks. Like, that's when I was still learning my body. Like, how much can my body take before I break it too much to take too long to recover? You know, like, that's I've learned a lot throughout my – this will be my 11th fight in the UFC in the last, I think, three years, three and a half years now. Yeah. So, yeah, i just been trying to get that work in. I'm trying to get experience, trying to learn myself. So when I do – 
find everything that makes me the best I can be, none of these guys are going to be able to handle it. You know, let's try to do that every fight. Have now, you been able to get any sparring in uh, with this whole shutdown? I'll spar tomorrow. I'll go get my rounds in tomorrow. I'll probably do like five fives. Okay. Straight with like Shark Tank five fives with four different guys beating me up. It's going to be a great day. Now, does it matter where the fight takes place? They're telling you it's to be announced, correct? Dude. You guys are getting Khabib answer. Send location. I'm right here. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. That was what I sent back to to old to Shelby. He was like, "Are you are you willing to fight?" I said, "Send location. Let's do it." But, you know, I, I think a lot of guys are gonna have that attitude, man. It's part of yeah. what makes you a fighter. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like just tell I agree. me where, when, and who. That's what the real guys pretty much. Too, you know? I trade for everyone all the time, so it's just like I really throw them at me, man. Throw them, come on, let's go. You know, the better they are, the harder I'm going to train, the more I'm going to focus, and the better I'm going to be. So I'm down. You know, hey, after this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be asking for some stuff. It's gonna be fun. Do you, you have know, any wanna... concerns about traveling or no? Like, are you totally like comfortable with whatever it is? I got my mask, I'm a gloves, got a hoodie. Let's do it. Cover it up. Yeah, man. I mean, listen, man. I mean, people gotta eat. You're a fighter. You got kids. Like, I mean, how happy are you that Dane is trying to push forward and get these fights going? I was ready for the 18th, man. I was like, Dana's dude, this dude's killing it right now. He's coming out here, he's putting in hard work to get us fights. You know, like to entertain the world, let's do it. I'm de- I'm just I'm blessed that they called me to be on the card. You know, like what you called me? Really? I was, that was like when I got called for my my UFC debut versus Thatch. I was like, ah. when I saw the email, I was like, Erica, look! I was telling my wife, look, they like us. You shouldn't be surprised, man. You're like a fan favorite now, Nico. Yeah. You know, you're a fan. I'm trying to be, you know, I want, I want everyone to like me. I'm not trying to be one of those guys who have like super more haters than like followers. I want to be more motivated to like my fans, not so like Covington to them. It's true. (laughs) When you fight, do you think at all, like if if I, do you you ever think when you're fighting, like, Hey, I have to make this more exciting because some guys do think that when they're fighting. Do you ever think about the reaction of fans when you're fighting, or do you just care about getting the win, or does that ever come into play for you? I'm sorry, guys. You guys will just like my fighting because when I'm in there, the the quicker I can get out, the quicker I'm gonna pull that trigger. So I'm gonna be like a Tyson fighter. You'll love me, but hate me because you're gonna love the knockouts, but you hate the 30 second fights. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, but there is nothing more exciting than that. Like, you know, even though people are like, fuck, it was over quick. People do enjoy an explosive. To see somebody get knocked out that fast, it, it, no matter what you're prepared for, that that never sucks, unless it's a guy you even like. Even at this caliber, that's why, because, like, they know both of us train like freaking monsters. We both are beasts. We're, we're both top 15. You know, he, well, he's top 15. I'm trying to get in there, you know? So, like, I'm ready. I've been training my butt off. I've been running around my property miles at a time just to get in shape. So there is a so loud bird bite. What what kind of bird is that? Do you have a nest right above you? Like where where are you? I got nine chickens next to me, and the bird you hear right now, I think it's a blue jay. You but yeah, I got chickens. Yeah, they're babies right now. Hold on, they're in a little little coop. Oh, you see them? My little coop, and then this is my property. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice, man. Where do you live again? Where is that? I live in Cape Coral, Florida. There's not many areas like this. I actually just inquired one of the last, like, big chunks of woods over here. <laughs> so I'm stoked. Is there any now, lakes with, like, fucking alligators in it or anything over there? Or no? Oh, yeah, I got a creek in the back. It's full of... Bass, bluegill, uh, turtles, snakes. Whatever you want. You swim in there? Uh, you can. I just gotta pull some of the stumps out. I've been working on that since I've been here. Uh, pull some of the what out? I'm sorry. Stumps. Yeah, stumps. 
stumps. Oh, what stumps. About the, what about the snakes and all the turtles and shit? Once you rough the water up, they don't really ride out. Yeah, you know, I'd be a little nervous. Having my kids yeah. going there. They might lose a toe or something. I grew up out here. Yeah. Oh, so wait, you the chicken. Worry about that shit. Yeah, do you eat the chickens? Love do you it. eat the eggs? Are they pets? What, what do you actually eggs. eat? The eggs. Yes. Then, so in about uh, probably about four to six months, I should be getting eggs from them all. So. But, but you don't actually eat them. No, you only eat the roosters. They're useless. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was wrong. <laughs> That's a false <laughs> Does the fucking rooster wake you up in the morning? That type of thing or no? I, I'm all far from a farmer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My neighbors around me have roosters. My parents, my parents' property, they got five acres, and it actually connects to the back of my property. Holy which shit! Is crazy. That's yeah. so cool, man. Dude, this year's been, except for Kova, it's blessings. It's crazy. This opportunity came out of nowhere, right after the the Vic fight. We were driving to my parents, and we saw a for sale sign, and I was like, what? Oh, and I grew up on this property, yeah. Like, when I was three-year-old, this is where I got kicked by the horse. Oh, wow. Out here. Yeah. I'll show you right in front of the barn. Yeah, show us, man. So you got some wild, man, that you found that property. That, that barn there? That's where I got kicked by the horse. Where did he kick you? Right in the head. That's that scar. Everyone always asks about the scar on my head. That's from uh, yeah, I got kicked in the head by a horse. Man, no wonder why you're fearless. Who cares about these guys punching an elbow on you? You took a shot from a horse. Come you know get some. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean I think Luke is a tough guy, but I mean, Nico took a shot. Yeah, but he looks like a horse. How old were you? How old were you when you got hit by the horse? I was three years old. Oh, you were really young. Oh, yeah, I died. I came back though. Wait a minute, you what? Say that. I died and came back. What? What? That's right. That's how I know God's real. Yeah. Do you remember anything like that? Like, I remember waking up in the ambulance, twitching out, and then waking up to them stabbing my toes with needles to make sure, like, all my nervous system was good. Three years old, dude, waking up with needles getting stuck in your toes sucks. I don't like needles. (laughs) I've seen people like that, man. Exactly. Oh, that shit. You have a fear. I had blood day and I was like, yeah, don't do it. You're not alone like that. There's yeah. a lot of fighters like that. It's crazy. I, I mean, it's, it's I mean, it's their thing, you know? They just don't Nobody want to likes anything. them, but some guys have like a real phobia. Like it goes beyond just being unpleasant. Like for you, you have to kind of psych yourself out before you go get it done. A lot of guys like, like it. I have to look at it and I'm like, oh, and I have, it's so weird. And then, like, I get lightheaded, but I've never passed out. I just look at it, I'm like, yes. uh, I think it hurt less if I stare at it. I don't like the surprise. <laughs> I think Nico was, I got I a touch and then go in. I don't like, there's just a, Pam. Uh. How old were you when you realized uh, that you wanted to make this your career? You started really young with the martial arts, no, Nico? No. I'm no, I started off. 18. I'm fucking way off. Yeah, dude, I was one of those guys who can't, like, I was just a football player. I wanted to be in the NFL, you know, and then I realized, oh, I'm a little small, I can't run that fast, and I dropped every interception that ever hit me in the face. (laughs) (laughs) So much football. Yeah, I had to transfer over. You tried an MMA school, jiu-jitsu, what'd you try? Well, actually, I went to rugby. Oh, okay. Then I started smashing heads in rugby. I had a few scholarships for rugby uh, from a club. And then I was like, they saw my grades in school, and they were like, yeah, you need to go do something else. You actually took the safest route. I mean, compared to a football CTE, I think fighting is probably the safest way to go. No, dude, fighting is way, way safer than football, I think. I've seen a lot of football players – I just run their head into people consistently, dude, at 20 miles an hour. What? That's it's crazy. So, so, all right. Okay, so, just to, to, so, so, when did you? All right, so, you went from football to rugby. They didn't like the grades. So, what did you do? When did you try mixed martial arts or a martial art? When did you? So, I was going to do corrections, be a cop. And then yeah. I was, I wanted to learn how to fight before I went in jail. I wanted to learn something. 
You know, at least I can throat chop somebody with like Kempo or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then I saw like a bunch of people going in the back and they were sparring. I was like, yo, can I do that? And they were like, yeah. So I went in there. I got busted up by a 145er. And I was like, no way. So then when I finally went in, so my size, I hit him hard. And I was like, oh. And he like fell to the floor. I was like, all right. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> you fell in love with it. After the first morning, which was like the second day of me in that school. So why and are you I, a officer? Is your dad a cop? Nah. Safest route. Really? Yeah, I was going to go to the police officer. In Cape Coral, it's, you know, it's very, not very often that something happens to a cop out here. You know, we're, and now it's getting crazy because, like, a lot of people from Miami are moving over here and stuff, and it's getting wild out here. That's why I moved to the woods. Yeah. I get away from life. Yeah. Away from the city. I don't like the city. See, now, did you take, let me ask you, did you take to the striking, uh, Equally as you took the, how'd you take to the ground? Compared no, to- I was all grappling. I was totally anti-striking oh. until my third pro fight. Yeah, when I actually got to connect with somebody, I used, to, I used to just run into you and grab you, and then I'd take you down and I'd pound your face in for however long the round was or however long you could handle. Yeah, so since then, I started touching people, man. And when I found out how to start touching them, I saw them falling. And I was like, yeah, that's a blessing. When did you get your first fight compared to uh, how much time went by? Did you get your first fight to, when you walked in the doors of that, that gym? Three and five months. Man, talk about throwing you into the fire. What yeah. the hell are you training? They just it, was, want to fight. it was the guy who throws people to the fire sometimes. You know? I was the fireman. I put fires out, bro. <laughs> How'd you do in your first fight? Something with you. I knocked the guy out the second round. Are you the ref pulled me off of him because I was just one tuning him in his face in the corner. Yoked me off, and I was like, "Are we done?" Because <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, "I won." Nico, I can't see you being a big TV guy. Are you a guy that watches some shows or no? I, yeah, I don't I'm like. On my phone, I'll watch some like Steve Harvey and stuff or some ridiculousness, but I can't really sit down and watch TV. Like, I do. Like, yeah, and even when I'm tired, I want to sit down, but I can't. Like right now, I'm still twitching around and stuff. I just, <laughs> I just did three five-minute rounds of NASCAR sprints, and I did nine rounds with my boxing coach <laughs> with mitts. So like, and then I got training tonight. I got what am I doing tonight? Yeah, yeah, wall work tonight. So, will you nap? Will you nap now after this? Will you? Are you a good sleeper if you got to sleep? No, I don't have to sleep. I'm good on two hours. <laughs> I, dude, coming into this sport, I didn't have sleep. You know, like when you sacrifice something yeah. to make it where you want to be. Mine was sleep. What? <laughs> I go to sleep at twelve, wake up at four, train two hours, go to work. Work till five, get off work, go to training. Oh, wow. Yeah, like until 10. What were you doing job wise? Sorry, Matt. What was your job? Landscaping. Oh, okay. I can see you. I ran my cruise. Uh, We were the fastest cruise because I needed to get to training. So we didn't like take lunch half the days. We'd be like, lunch or no lunch today, guys. They'd be like, let's get it done. And we'd get that shit done, man. Let me tell you, Nico, I give you a lot of respect for that. I went landscaping once as a kid, and I remember we did one house with the leaves yeah. and this and that. And I'll tell you, Jimmy, I get done with that. I get in the, the truck. I go, oh, man, that was – he's like, all right, we got four more to go before noon. I'm like, what the – what? Yeah. What the fuck? I used to do 30 a day. I'm done with this shit. I'm like, what the fuck? I want to – We used to do 30 a day, me and my crew. And then I would ride two or three communities on certain days. You ever ride your lawnmower over an active bee's nest? I'm obsessed on YouTube. I watch bee's nests, and and, and, and that's my phobia is, is bees. I just watch people removing beehives. I have. I ran over a hive in a, oh, the biggest community. 
and it was in the morning. I ran over to gate three. It was the biggest gate. Sucked. I remembered it. Um, I'm riding along the inside. Boom, hit a hole. I'm like, oh, shit. And I look back. I thought I popped the tire. I hit the beehive was in the ground under the plant. So when I ran it over, I crushed the whole hive. And they just got me, bro. I just, I never ran so fast. And then my other, my other worker was behind me. And he's, and he was a track star. That dude left me. So I was getting ripped up by all the ones coming off of him. And just smelling, oh. <laughs> All right, Nico. Well, look, man. Uh, we're happy that you're fighting, and this is a rematch. Uh, I'm really happy that they're making. However, it came about. I'm just glad that it lined up this way. Uh, you and Luke. Yes, hopefully, it will happen May 9th. I, ho- I hope that fight happens on May 9th, and that uh, Danny gets that done. Yeah, Nico. me too, man. I'm praying the big man will get it done. Yeah, he's I think it. he will. If it's in his control, he absolutely will. Oh yeah, dude. He's He's a good guy. He's a good boss. I like him. Man, you're a good dude too, Nico, man. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, buddy. we love watching you, man. No problem, guys. It was awesome. This is <laughs> I have to we, – we're running a little bit late. I have to – another thing I have to, to record. You're a busy man. Jimmy, love you. I will talk to you in a couple of days. Yes. The, guy, the guys, the producers are going to work on getting Charles Rosa. Awesome. Because uh, I want to talk to him. And what a good time, Jimmy. Yeah. I'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right, buddy. Uh, stay healthy. I'll talk to you soon, Matt. Bye, everybody. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. 